So we're we're a Christian um, group of guys, and we're all followers of Christ. And I do want to talk a little bit about this. And I look up, and he's trying to click the camera on, and I go 72 yards. My strategy was completely different. I east got in these areas, and I knew the terrain features I wanted to hunt. These smaller bucks start hitting it, and then the older age class deer start hitting it. I think our deer at home have bigger ranges than we want to admit, just I, because of the more pressure. I 100% agree. I think that I would rather use a scrape line because I imagine that there's more bucks hitting a scrape line because the line's longer. <laughs> <laughs> Elevated sets are great. Um, different cameras respond different to them because what a lot of people don't understand is it's not a uh, motion sensor that set these cameras off. Wrap it up, Kevy. Send us home, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Born Again Bowhunting Podcast. This is day two of, of deer camp here over in Indiana. Um, I don't know. We didn't have have much going on. At least we put on the miles, but we did not. We had a lot going on, but not a lot going yeah. on. So I was fortunate enough to sleep in a little bit today and uh, have a cup of coffee and edit the podcast that you guys listened to previously. You dirty dog. <laughs> I planning on doing it tomorrow, too. Um, I'll go hunt with somebody. Oh, yeah. It was a rough day so, for everybody. Yeah, I didn't have anything going on in the morning. I will I will say the whole day, I mean, maybe Jared as well, I did not see a deer from the tree, period, all day long. I haven't seen a deer from the tree the whole trip. <laughs> so, this not, day included. Not good. No, it's it's been... It's odd here right now, to say the least. Yeah. Both weather and just the woods is so different than it was even a week earlier last year. Like, it seems like they're so far behind here. Yep. Especially so, compared to home and everywhere else. Yeah, because last year we showed up a week earlier. So we went third week of October last year. You couldn't go 10 feet without stumbling on scrapes, rubs, etc. Now, granted, there was a little cold front that went through. I do remember that. Yeah. But you would think fourth week of October, like weather to an extent, like if, it, if there's a cold front, they're going to get fired up. But just because it's warm doesn't mean that they're not going to want to, you know, breed. So it's a little bit confusing in my mind that we're not finding the sign. Right, even if they're moving at night, they're still going to be laying down that sign. Yeah, and I we're mean, not really seeing it. No, it. we're not seeing it. I mean, we we were just talking in camp at, at uh, dinner that between all of us, you know, we've probably put on twenty, thirty miles easy, if not more, mm -hmm. in just a couple of days. I'd say even more because I know. I know I'm at nine, but just yourself. Yeah, yeah just just him. Okay, well then there's way there's yeah we're yeah, way, we're way above, above that. Then. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm elk hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Because we let a, I mean, I probably put on for that lunch we did two, and then this morning hunt and this evening hunt. I mean, I probably put on close to six miles, yeah. five miles just in today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, sure. yeah, add that times six guys, and we're probably doing twenty, thirty miles a day between everybody. Oh, yeah, a combination. Of everybody. Yeah. You know, they always say you're supposed to scout more than you hunt, but. Kev really just really destroyed that <laughs> <Yeah>. philosophy. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. Dirty dog. Get lucky, I guess. <laughs> I'd rather be lucky than good, isn't that that saying? <laughs> but, 
yeah, things are... But yeah, to say the least, not only is the sign just not being laid down, but the vegetation here is so... Yeah. It's insanely green. Yeah. It's almost like early October, late September. Exactly. Yeah. Insanely green. I mean, like, obviously trees are changing some of them, but there are so many trees that are just green as green leaves. There is not leaves falling. It's you can't see very far yet. No, at all. It's funny we were watching. You know, we got bored after our hunt. We watched some YouTube. There yeah. was a hunt that you guys dialed up that was yeah. late October, October 29th. somewhere in of Indiana last year in Indiana, and there wasn't a there leaf wasn't on a leaf on a tree. No, no, no. And the canopies are like, I mean, it's. Yeah. Mur was saying something about it being dry. He was mm-hmm. saying that. What will happen is the trees will hold their leaves all the way until, like, snap your finger, and then they just they dump just, them. Yeah, they just kind of crumble, I don't know crumble the, off. I, mean, I don't know what the truth is behind that. But, but you, you've you heard that as well. Mm-hmm. Him and I were talking about it before you guys got back. And there's been no hard frost here either to really kind of drop anything That's, yeah. down. Yeah, drop anything down or kill that undergrowth in some of those mm-hmm. lower bottoms. Yeah, like the bottomlands that the grass was all dead and waist high. It's yeah. still shoulder high and greener than green. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah, because we were like, man, we're gonna use, we're gonna shoot for the fourth, the last week of October. We're gonna hit this thing on the nose. Dude, I thought for sure we were gonna. You're hit gonna this be thing running so out hard. the wazoo. Yeah. Well, and that's only because last year we thought we were week early of it, like really picking up right. and being in like full blown. Yeah. Yeah. Conditions were still great. Rut. I mean, it yeah. was a little warm, but conditions were great last year, and we're like, man, if we could get one more week later on yeah. this, it would be fire. So, what are your guys' thoughts on that for real, though? Like. I would definitely say like the uh, the lack of water, big time. Well, I'm not talking vegetation. I'm talking lack of sign. Oh. Why? It's just one of those years. But in my opinion, it, it's it's pre rut. It's the last week in October. Yeah, but that deer doesn't have to make a scrape. I I would argue that it doesn't would, have to. Would you guys say that there you've seen compared to last year more hunters than the year before? Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, there there could be just a shift in their pattern. Well, you even you said the sign that you saw last year isn't there. Right? Yeah. So I mean, maybe there's just a major shift in well, pattern. I mean, that's that's <laughs> definitely a fact. Let's let's bring up the little story about this morning. That, that'd be a funny story for the podcast <laughs> when it started getting gray light. Talking about more hunters in the woods. Yeah, so we uh, just started getting gray light, and we set up on a scrape that we had a camera on. Since July. Since July, yeah, and starts getting gray light, and Maddie just happened to look down, and he's like, look at that. And a dude stuck a cell cam. Feet. Two to three feet underneath ours, <laughs> pointed at the same scrape. <laughs> Unfortunately, actually, his camera was not even pointed at the scrape. It I think was, it was on the point It was pointed way low. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it just... Dude, what kind of... If you're listening to this podcast, I, which I doubt it, but if you looked up and saw a wise eye and and then you stuck your muddy, muddy underneath it right underneath it dude that's low <laughs> that's low. at least put it on the opposite side of the scrape yeah. i don't mind if you want to get intel on the scrape but don't stick it on the same tree yeah i mean come on it so, was i guess it wasn't on the same tree but it was on a tree that was two feet away from our tree and then like two feet below our camera yeah. which is still kicking the cojones. but that's that's definitely there are definitely more hunters in this area than there was last year <clears throat> I mean, well, but we only ran into one. We ran into the one guy last year, and we would see a truck, maybe two, parked 
in parking lots. Yeah, but in our de- in in defense of that, how many hunters have we actually ran into? I ran into that one guy in the parking lot that uh, ran we, us off. We ran into another guy. Yeah, but that's that's different. Well, true. I mean, he was hunting. Yeah. Had the one kid yesterday. At least two for and me. And the guys tracking this morning. Yeah. So you've ran into two different sets of hunters or th- three people in total, right? Three people total, two different sets. Yeah. And that's people running into you. Yeah. And both <laughs> times they're like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of public. So uh, I was just hunting. They're just like, oh, no, we never see anybody here. <laughs> Which is crazy because that's what all the locals say. Mm-hmm. Black, what are your thoughts? Lack of sign. Lack of sign is 100% what's going on here. Uh, I think it has to do with the heat in general. I think they're just behind. Uh, Like last year, it was warm the third week, but I don't think it was 70 degrees, mid-70s. I mean, we had our little cold front that went through the first, you know, the first day, like day zero. But, I mean, it doesn't look like we're getting cold temps until the week after we leave. And yeah, I but that's, that's November. I think it's going to explode. I mean, I think it's just a little bit later pre-rut. It was just one of those mild winters and then rolls into, you know, an easy spring, easy summer. Then it just pushes everything back. I mean, last year, I mean, in Ohio, I mean, I don't know what it was like here, you know, because we weren't here. But, I mean, we were finding deer with antlers still in February. I mean, I think it just has to do with mild March. winter. It just pushes everything yeah. back. So I just pulled up the weather app, and in a town close to here, today's high was 74 and the low was 52, and last year it was 80 and 62. Hmm. Oh, so it was hotter last year? Yeah. Huh. It was hotter last year, you but I think... You had a cold front last year? Yeah. Yeah, so... so kind of like just what happened this year then. There was a cold front a week ago. But it was like cold, cold. It was, it was like, yeah, yeah like... High high twenties oh. in the morning. Yeah, oh. it was a good one. It was oh. cold. Yeah. It was freezing, dog. Yeah, we. <laughs> I remember that one morning. It was like everybody looked like the Michelin Man. <laughs> yeah, we all had our our beanies on and like our <laughs> yeah. neck gaiters and it our winter like, jackets. It was and, like holy cow. Yeah, and then by the end of the week, we were sweating in t shirts. Yeah, but see, here's here's what I'm here's my argument to what, and maybe I'm wrong in my philosophy. Just because it's warm out does not mean that, oh, so for example, if if every time that it's warm and a buck says, well, I'm not going to breed a doe because it's warm. And I'm not saying that they're breeding yet, but they're still, they're, they're establishing territories. They're, you know, they're, they're laying down a bunch of sign because they want to know who's, who's boss, right? So like deer based on biologists and based on everything that i've read it's it's based off of of daylight right like because otherwise you would have such a fluctuation in fawns being born different times a year and you know etc but just because it's warm doesn't mean that that deer is not going to want to breed i don't think we're in the i don't think we're in the chips yeah i mean but you don't think that that weather can delay it a week? No, weeks. I don't. I don't believe that at all. Because then, you're. That's not nature's way. I just find it hard to believe that we can do this much and not be in the cards somewhere. I mean, it's like the deer I seen last night. I mean, I. If it's the pre-rut, me running, you know, being aggressive, even hitting a can call and just bleeding, 
it would have piqued his interest in some way. You know, like he didn't even pick his head up. He just kept on going what he was doing. He he didn't even look my yeah, way. All he cared about was eating. Yeah, just eating food. I mean, unless that just means it's going to be a bad winter and he's just preparing because, you know, last year was such a mild winter. Maybe, you know, maybe he knows something we don't, you know, something, you know, that's it, you know, there might be some biology. Truth. There might be some truth to that because a couple of our buddies have killed deer, had tons of fat on them. Kevin's deer. I mean, we're talking about, we talked about it on the first podcast, but that deer's not, you know, I won't get into it too much because we'll give away our location, but, you know, he had a lot of fat on him for what he was eating. Let's just say that. So, and go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say last year, remember how much walking we did and we could, we ran into acorns all over the place. Wherever there was acorns, there was sign. This, in last year where we found no acorns, there was no sign. This year, the acorn crop is not like what it was last year. And we're only finding good sign under acorn trees. Like the where I was at yesterday and it was raining acorns, there was sign. Where me and Jarrett went today, there was a lot of acorns dropping in. And we've, we found some good sign just past yeah. where you were at. So maybe with the acorn rotation, you know, just not holding, they're moving to where there's acorns. Well, I mean, 100%. Sign I, down. I would 100% agree with that. It's just frustrating. You would, you would still think that as they're moving through the territory, though, they're going to be laying sign down, yeah. in my mind. Like last, I'm just basing it off of last year. I mean. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe we have too small of a sample size. And we're we got, basing it off of a week last year. And we got spoiled One last week year. True. of last year. True. We're, it's not like we've been coming here for five years. Yeah. A week every year, it's one week of one year. Yeah, you're probably right. And we're just looking too deep into it. But still, the the moral of the story is we're having a really hard time finding <laughs> deer. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you think, Robert? I mean, it, you think they're just being deer? There's sign. It's just, I don't know what you guys experienced yeah, last and, year. And I think that's why. I think last year we got so spoiled because... I agree. It was ridiculous. Like, I mean, I think, we're fine. I think people have a hard time believing that. I mean, seriously, that one place you and I were, and then Kevin actually came and walked it too because I think he was a little skeptical, and it was ridiculous. I mean, you took ten steps and you're like, you could see the next scrape ahead, and you yeah. did it for, I don't know, four hundred yards, five hundred yeah, yards, hundreds of yards, and you're like, how can there be so many? There's like, there's either one deer that's like going to be super skinny because he just can't stop or there's like 40 deer down here. Yeah. The one thing I was talking to Murr about too is like, I mean, there's some dry areas. Yeah, definitely. And then with the heat too, I wonder if they're like just pulled into like thermal pockets where they're just staying cool. Yeah. If you can find a thermal pocket with water in the bottom. Yeah. So I was actually going to bring that up. I'm glad you did because when we went and scouted uh, midday, um, there was a clear cut. It was kind of on top, fairly new, uh, or young, I should say. And just from going, just going from uh, walking a dry creek bed up into that clear cut, the temperature difference mm -hmm. was outrageous. Like, it felt, honestly, it felt like 20 degree difference. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, mental note. Like, we got to find these big old ravines somewhere because... Just just that small change in elevation. And I granted the canopy was wide open, that explains it. But you know, that's that's a very good point. Yeah, that makes me think of hey, did you run into the a water hole back there? Did you find that little no. water? There's two of them. 
Was there a lot of sign on her? Yes. Yeah. I have a hard time hunting watering holes, though. But no, I mean, we no, but it would explain just like the whole scenario. Like, yeah. there's water right there. Yeah, it's we probably you know, the, the one pond. It it's a water hole, I guess, but it's a pretty decent sized one. It sits up on top of a hill, and there was water all the way up to the banks oh. last year, and there was actually a mallard in it, and now there's m- maybe half of it with water. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just mostly mud now, and Every creek I've went through, I don't know about you guys, but it's been dry. Dry, yeah. I mean, there might be a puddle in like a deeper spot, but I mean, that's in the very low-lying creeks of of the terrain. Mm -hmm. Well, look at the down by the targets here. Yeah, It's crushed down there. I still haven't looked at it, what you told me. Crushed. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. Makes sense. Maybe it's just dry right now. Maybe we need to transition to some water. I don't know. Which makes me think think maybe we need to transition to something with all of it. You just need to find those three places that have honey hole. Yeah. We need to just really focus on not just water, but it's like, man, if you can find one or two spots that look like they have it all. So then my next question is for tomorrow, what do we do? Like, do we sacrifice a hunt to just all everybody, all hands on deck, go and scout? Because obviously what I'm getting at is what we have scouted in the past or what our what our intel was based off of is not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like not working. what we have what what you guys came down for in July and hung six cameras on three or four different pieces of public like they are it's it's, it's not doing it's, any good right now. It's scarce. Yeah. I mean, at what point at what point in time do you cuz like my thing is is if you throw a hunt at something, you've just wasted if it's not an area where you're like, oh, I've got a good chance of killing. Now, you can go in blind. It happens all the time. You can go in blind. You can have success. I mean, look what Kev did with his buck. But the odds are probably not in your favor going in blind. I mean, at what point in time do you sit back and like, I got to, like, we got to find it or... So, I'm just asking the question. I don't have the answer to it. Like, what... I I think mornings are the best time to hunt because they're going to be the cooler, coolest. Yeah. Maybe we utilize the afternoon and evening to go scout and then hunt yeah, like in the morning. Maybe don't even stop for an evening hunt. Yeah. Like scout, maybe take your saddle with you. But because yeah. if you run into that sign, you need to be there. But, but tonight don't it, plan was, on it. it was hot all the way up until yeah, yeah. well after dark. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I wore my, I wore my lightweight gear. Like I just had a t-shirt, a long sleeve. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't have anything on. That's kind of the plan I went with today though. Like, I mean, once it covered hot, you were just like, let's just go look. Well, and I thought it was going to be a little bit of an easier walk, too. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I mean, I made the decision, like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to go to a different spot. Yeah. You know, it's. So, did you just still hunt your way in this uh, evening? This afternoon. Yeah. The spot I checked. Yeah. And then the last 45 minutes, I just plopped down the ground. Yep. Yeah. Just, Just in case. My feet were dead. It's not a bad idea, honestly. Like, hunt. Go to a go in blind somewhere in the morning, or go to a spot where we kind of know, and then maybe you know come back, grab some grab some lunch, and then go out and scout, try and find something for the next morning, or right, you know, just still hunt Mm -hmm. in the evening, and then once you find, because like for example, if if it was a little bit later in the evening and we were walking what you what we walked today, you know, if we had a saddle and camera gear, we could have just popped up in a tree yeah. like keep going until you find sign that you just can't pass up and just go up into it because i mean we were what 
three quarters of a mile off the road before we even got into any sign. Yeah, always. Like we were, and that's another thing. Like, I don't know, because of pressure, I know that there's like this trend of more people are getting deeper because it's like the cool thing to do on public. But I mean, truthfully, like I, I'm not yeah. seeing a lot by the road. No. But we do have to find those out of the way spots because I do believe that those are those are fire. Me and Jarrett found quite a few pink ribbons on the way back in, and I seen them when I was scouting People, today too. Yeah. yeah, like their trail marker ribbons. Yeah, well, and where classic. You, where you and I went this morning, I don't know if those tacks were there last year, but oh, dude, they're shiny tacks. Those scare the crap all the way down in the bottom. Oh yeah, dude, You're there were the sixty they were of them. There, like, <laughs> they were there. Yeah, there's a an old wooden stand. Is that what they Is that go what they to? Lead to? Yeah. That actually, been there a while. Then. There was actually a pile of scrapes right around that where I think the big boy last year was using. It was, it was a very hot spot last year. I mean, the whole hillside where that wooden stand was, it was all covered up. But there was actually tax going down the hill and going up the other side. Then there was another set of tax leading to that uh, wooden stand. So you want to hear a funny story real quick about those little tax? So when I was. I'd been like 17, 16, maybe. It was gun season. We went down to some public in Ohio. Actually, it was, I think it was down by Mohican. <laughs> My dad dropped me off and I look up and I see them tags. And I'm like, what the heck are those? Never seen them before. Because we've only hunted private and like it was one of the first times I was on public. I'm like, man, that's weird. And then I could, see, you know, I could see them. The line, yeah. <laughs> so I started just plucking them off the tree <laughs> one by one. Just walk the whole line. I'm like, man, that's dumb. Why would somebody do that? Just, you know, I had my knife and I just plucking them, plucking them. Not even paying attention. All I'm looking at is the tax. And I get to the end and I'm like looking for the next one. And there's a blind right in front of me with two guys sitting in it just staring at me like, is he really doing that? <laughs> I plucked all of their tax off and I walked right to him. And like, as soon as I locked eyes with them, I was like, oh crap. I just turned around and just shot straight down the hill. <laughs> but I took every single one of their tax off. Oh, and I man. totally, the blind was kind of like behind a bigger tree, but I couldn't see it. I walked right to it. I mean, I'm talking like from here to that wall. I just look up. I'm like, Ah, <laughs> just turned around so fast and shot down the hill. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll never do that again. But I had no idea. That's I was funny. like, why would you put a tack on the tree? Yeah. Even on private land, we use those tacks. That's what's funny. I've never seen them on private. Yeah, we I used have. to use them. No. You have, kept? I've seen them. The Amish guys used to use them. <laughs> oh, I, I used to make that. faces with them on the trees. That way, when you're walking, <laughs> pull them off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, make, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't like the tax, but I hate the big hunks of ribbon everywhere. I hate those, yeah. And then, you, you know, you're like, this ribbon's been here for five years, and there's mm-hmm. nobody hunting at the end yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, just, it, t- it would take you, it would be so simple. You walk past it to go out anyways. If you know it's the last time you're in there, just rip the ribbon off. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, we don't have to that jump down that rabbit that hole. But me. yeah, so moral of, moral of the story for today was not good. Um, there was there were some sightings, like you know, a couple does and stuff like that. But as far as bucks, uh, I think Black might have been the only one that saw antlers today, and it was a spike. Hmm. At least a four-year-old. He was a giant. Drop a pin. Weston, if you listen to this, I'm yeah. gonna kill that buck. He's going. He's <laughs> going for a spike, dude. Please do. Wall hanger. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, we we had fun today, though. Like, yeah, 
I mean, it was a good day. One of these, one of these podcasts, I'm going to try to get Murr on. He claims that he's not going to do it, but I, I'll try to get him on. Black, oh, yeah. Black led him into a, to the, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, God. Like a, it was a washout, but he likes to call it a pit, like they use in Vietnam. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> definitely making me feel pretty awful about it. It's definitely like a trench. Yeah, yeah. And he said he had to walk like sixty yards to get out of it, and I didn't really think about it until he asked me if you know Stevie last year if we seen it, and I forgot Stevie fell in it last year too. <laughs> So that it all came flooding back, and, and it made it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you laughing about that didn't help matters either. Like, yeah, Steve, we did fall in that. Yeah. I thought he was joking, too. No, I knew he, he wasn't it. joking the way he was talking. But the then truck. he was like, I lost my glasses. He was pretty my mad. My arrows came out of my quiver. So to paint the picture, because, you know, we all experienced it, and listeners are probably a little lost. Murr is a good friend of ours who's always wanted to come to deer camp with us. He's probably in his, honestly, I don't even know how old Murr is. He's probably in his late fifties, at least eighties. <laughs> no, no, he's I not. Think I hope he doesn't he's listen to this. He's definitely in his sixties, late fifties, yeah, early sixties, early to mid. 60s. Yeah, he's definitely in his sixties. And um, just a wealth of knowledge, honestly. Like very, like he showed us some. We've been gotten deer for a long time, and he showed us some t- uh, some tips yeah. and tricks that I was like, holy cow. And uh, moral of the story is Black sent him into a spot was like, oh, this is really good, Murr. And uh, he fell into a hole. <laughs> and by hole, it was a trench, and he couldn't get out. <laughs> so there's a power line cut with, you know, obviously high weeds, you know, like any other power line cut. And along the edges, water's got to go somewhere, and it's all downhill, and it goes downhill for a long ways. And on both sides. You guys go ahead. I got to take a bathroom break. It hit me hard. Oh, we'll probably be done by the time you get back. If you don't hear my voice, peace out, everyone. <laughs> like, holy cow. Uh, Matt, it was like me this morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got 50 yards from the truck and took everything off. <laughs> Matt may have just pooped. So <laughs> either way, there's a, a washout on the right-hand side, which isn't that bad because it's the higher side, but the left side's pretty low. And it's pretty deep uh, up towards the front. I said, yeah, just hop across, you know, and get in the woods right there. So, you know, he hopped across straight into a hole. And (laughs) (laughs) needless to say, he still hasn't forgiven me after cooking dinner. So, you know, I'm going to have to keep schmoozing my way so I can get back into his good graces. (laughs) Because Lord only knows what he can come up with after 60 years of life experience. (laughs) Might be in trouble. You guys should definitely do like a story time with Murr or something. Oh, that'd be fun. If you'd get on here and do it, that'd be fun. Now that you say that, when we get off here, we we need him to tell you a couple hey, stories. <laughs> let's all just walk in and be like, Mer, we need you to tell yeah. stories. <laughs> we need bedtime stories. Yeah. Bedtime. <laughs> bedtime stories with Mer. <laughs> I'll bring my carpet square. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I have high hopes for the morning. Yeah. I mean, it's, day, it's only day two. I mean, we definitely have been struggling. Yeah. You I know, think the lack was, of sign has... The lack of sign compared to what we are used to is definitely maybe putting a little bit of a damper on it. But at the same time, we have a beautiful buck down in mm-hmm. camp mm-hmm. and we're hunting and we're mm-hmm. not working. So, I mean, technically, I am. Technically, you are, but <laughs> we, like a pretty decent job. We are not hunting. <laughs> Or we are not working. We are hunting. <laughs> Actually, it seems like we're not hunting. Well, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> yeah. 
But so, I'm excited. Yeah. And tomorrow the Simon brothers will be in camp. So yeah. I believe the four of them will be here. Um, you said Wesson might show up tomorrow? I believe oh, so. Wait, yeah. did we even talk about the shooter I seen yesterday? I don't know if that was ever mentioned. I don't know. You can go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. E- no, we did because yeah. you we said did? it was yeah. an inch bigger and you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Mine it was definitely an inch it. bigger. Yeah. I'm still standing For behind sure. that fully. And Black didn't see him tonight, so he's a little sad. Yeah, and I sat. Don't worry. Know. He's still out there. And there's camera there now, so <laughs> show your face, big dog. <laughs> what's, your face. what's your plans for the morning? Are you gonna go back after that morning scrape, Buck? The three days in a row theory. Somebody probably should. I <laughs> definitely told Matt. I said, "Hey, you know, offer it to Jerry first. He's got less time than me, you know, to be here." I said, "If he says no, I said let's put Murr on it." Yeah. Because I'd love to see him. Like, he'd definitely get on a podcast after that. Oh, he better. To, just to talk crap to everybody, and it'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, but, you're darn right. I shot a book. <laughs> but I'll definitely take lasties on that spot if nobody else does. So, I'm gonna Jerry, it's on you. Dirt road. Yeah. Dirt road. Yeah. 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 That's what I've been calling it. It's a good place. <laughs> <laughs> good place. There's got to be a deer in there at some point. Yeah. I just can't There's got to be a spike in there at, at some At least point. a spike. I mean, I'll even take a three point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just can't wait till he finds the air tag I put on his truck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need that, man. We're in general. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully for the next one, we have a little bit more excitement yeah. pep in our stuff. Something else to talk about. Some better news for sure. I think uh, the hunting in the morning and then maybe scouting in the evening is probably a good, yeah. good call. Like I told Kev, I'm like, I have not seen a deer yet, but I only need to see one. That's all it takes is one. Five minutes can really flip the trip around for you, you mm-hmm. know? Can Honestly. it, Kev? Can it? I can speak of that firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it doesn't take much time for something to happen. Yeah. And we all know that. As deer hunters, we all know that. Yeah, it does. Okay. Let's, it's late. Yep. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up. So doesn't matter what you've done in the past, you can always be born again, and born again is out. Peace. Later.